Hello and welcome. We are here live with the beautiful Rachel Borg and beautiful Sam Bowman. <laughs> with Pe- the Pepperton Holmes team with EXP Realty. Did I get that right? You did. Yes. I know it's a mouthful, but it is a mouthful. <laughs> also have my uh, better looking half, Mr. Stieg Sandell. I'm your other half. <laughs> I kid. Uh, it's, it's good to be here. School. Yes. <laughs> and Mrs. Jessica Von Baron. Good afternoon. Yeah, thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for having us. Yes. I was here already, so it's nice. <laughs> I, yep. I forgot to ask off uh, off camera, if you will, are you guys business partners or do you operate independently? We operate, we operate independently. Yes. Okay. We're just on the same team. On the same team. Yeah. yeah. And we're best friends. So, <laughs> and your dogs are best friends, too. And our too, dogs yeah. are best friends. So. so if there's drama, we're there together. <laughs> Yeah, that's we're emotional support more than anything. (laughs) You know, sitting here with Rachel and Sam, I definitely feel that millennial vibe. You know, we know a lot of agents, and they're just they have that young hip, young fresh energy is what I would call it. Young fresh energy, much like we exude. (laughs) Young fresh energy. That's right. That's right. When I'm watching Matlock, at <laughs> Matlock. <laughs> going to bed at seven o'clock. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree with you. It's it's nice to get the younger demographic in here and get a, a different perspective. You know, Brad, when we started out, did you know my first job as a loan officer? I went to one of but we didn't even have computers at, at, at our mortgage, <laughs> mortgage company. We all had a desk and a phone. <laughs> and like notepads. Yes, I had a notepad. Finding a listing without my phone to go show a house, I don't know what I'd do. You no. know me. like I'd be confined to like a 10 mile radius. <laughs> I got lost going to so many closings. We had maps. A map was something you'd get at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. You're driving trying to look at the, yeah, it was, it was a hazard. So you kids don't know how good you guys are. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, we used to have to put the files together. In a, pieces of paper. Yeah, and they were this thick and send them off to MGIC. Yeah, drive them out to the underwriter. It's much better. So um, tell us a little bit about Pemberton Homes, EXP. We've recently joined them. It's been a really awesome transition. Amazing marketing, amazing support. It's just very well oiled, you know, like they've been around since 1978 and they really are a big force in the Twin Cities here. One of the nice things, too, that is helping us help our clients is we have weekly trainings and where we're really staying on top of like the pulse of the market in the Twin Cities. Mm -hmm. We're staying on top of like what are people doing to be competitive in this market, brainstorming. And so every single week we're picking up new skills. I new mean, ideas. New ideas. To make offers get accepted. Yep. New rules for listings that I have never heard about. Nice. So would you say you're cutting edge at this point? For sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. That's 100%. Fun, some interesting client events. I think they have like 10 a year. Okay. Like tomorrow, we have a spring clean event in Edina. And spring cleaning event? Yeah. So if you have old paint cans or appliances or... Paper sh- shredding. Yeah, anything. Just bring it all down, and they've got dumpsters. And, and we make it a party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think they're going to have pizza. I'm not sure. Oh. So. Did someone say pizza? I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I definitely have plenty of things to contribute to the dumpster. <laughs> you got a lot of, got a lot of paint cans? <laughs> I stopped at my mom's, and now my Subaru is full of an old microwave, oh. paint cans, all that wonderful <laughs> awesome. stuff. So where can we bring all this stuff to? <laughs> Edina. <laughs> the city of the Edina Dodge. <laughs> Come to the border and just find, drop the, it off. find the sign on the side of the road and yeah. just throw it out. So we don't remember some, the address. I don't remember the address, um, but it's, Park, not, it's not important. Well, Parker recently just bought a big commercial building that oh, they are renovating to be like the new headquarters. Mm. In Edina. So, oh, very cool. So, in Edina. Another thing that you guys do that's young and fresh and exciting is your social media. I, I follow you guys and your little dogs all around, and you guys are very active on that. Do you guys uh, get a lot of support from Pemberton when you do that, or is that all you guys? It's a mixture of both. What do you mean support? Well, I don't know. Do they do they provide you with content? I know sometimes you see realtors who maybe, I don't want to say recycling, Oh, uh, yeah. but just share uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but you guys, I mean, your stuff seems to be pretty original. I mean, yeah. I think we both make it a priority to make sure our marketing gals are, you know, branding stuff to us. Mm-hmm. And we uh, recognize the importance of being authentic on social media. Yes. Because really, real estate is all about relationships and connections. It's not just like, I'm writing a I can contract. walk into any pretty house and take a picture of me laughing. <laughs> you know, that's not going to work. Yeah. You know, I think people want to know more about the market. What am I doing out there? What am I selling? What Who am I? Am I? Who are we? Who are we as yeah. people? Like, how am I going to relate to Sam and Rachel? Yeah, I'm not just... Showing a duplex, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not just opening doors, yeah. is what you mean. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You guys mentioned a few minutes ago some tips or ideas of how to win in a competitive market. What's a, in today's market, 2023, April or May of 2023, what are some, you know, because a lot of people out there right now are kind of afraid to list their house because they can't find something to buy, but what are some things for our listeners that you guys are doing or sets you apart to help win a competitive offer? I would say, you know, the past couple of years, it was all about who can go the highest, who can, you know, have the most cash to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. It was really competitive that way. This year, it feels a little bit different. It feels mm-hmm. like communication with yeah. the other party in the transaction is really important. Do you feel that way? Yeah, and I've noticed a lot of people are really holding off on getting pre-approved, mm-hmm. so I have to push that harder. And then a lot of those people I've noticed like want to go through Joe Blow Bank. Mm-hmm. And, you Joe know... Joe Blow Bank, I thought they <laughs> went out of business. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, I really want you to work with... Brad yeah. Insert Brad I always yeah. say, Bell, I always, you know, just a local lender that's... Because yeah. right. when there's seven offers on the table and, you know, you've got a Joe Blow Bank pre-approval and a Bell right. Bank pre-approval, yeah. that agent's going to take a Bell. I actually... You know? showed a property and in the financing remarks they said we love Bell Bank pre-approval letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was that? Mm-hmm. Agent? Do you Steak, I don't. Steak paid them to say yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, You took the 20 and it worked. But yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, you still have your offer has to be competitive. Right. But sure. 
it seems like a lot it can be really property specific so getting the scoop and having agents that's going to research dig find out the facts so you're not just like willy-nilly throwing in an offer and seeing if it works you get and i don't bullshit my buyers either like I'm, i'm like this is what you have to do Right. Not well. What would you like to write? Uh, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> here's what you got to do if yeah. you want this house. No, it's a, it's a straight truth. You this is. I always say sugarcoating it isn't going to help anyone. No. It really doesn't. Like, and that's honestly one of the most exhausting things. Sometimes is that. Yeah. Sometimes we have to share not the most exciting news, but it's going to get you to the finish line faster if you know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So, so you were saying before, for the last couple of years, it was it was all about you know how many zeros and commas were in the mm-hmm. in the offer, but um, now it's it's more nuanced than that. It's not just how much money can you offer. Do you guys do things like call the listing agent and say, okay, what's what's the seller's reason for selling you know do we need to move quick or do they want a, a, yeah. a longer time to close and is you know do we need to worry about and this is something that sets agents apart from each other too is it's not just that initial phone call mm-hmm. we will be following up until mm-hmm. i have a direct answer like we're talking every day oh you know every, right every well, hour every hour every you know? hour and you call up and you're like Leave them. I will not be ignored. <laughs> We're not annoying, okay. but it's like, no. well, I'm not annoying, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just straight to the point. Yeah, and I feel like no, a not. lot of agents appreciate the no bullshit, yeah. but. I feel like there's been a lot of game playing this this so far this year. Like oh. a lot of like you know, offers not being accepted when they're going in and then waiting four or five days, like whatever that is. The expectation is just that we're still kind of leveling out after the past couple of years. So expectations are kind of, I'm going to have this situation, but it's just not that way. Like you said, everything is a lot more nuanced. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it, like having an experienced agent and bank really comes into yeah. it's, you have to have skills in this market, period. No, you definitely do. I know you work with all age groups, different price points, but the, some of the younger people, you know, your age, what's their biggest hurdle to get off the fence? Or what, yeah. like you're, what are you telling them versus someone that's, I don't know, 55? Or mm-hmm. are, they, are they as intrepid as the media makes it sound? They're saying yeah, a first-time homebuyer average age now is... 33. Yes, yeah, so 30-something. My age. Um, I wonder when I turn 33. <laughs> <laughs> are you telling them something different, or is it the same story? Yeah, what are the big like they're things? easier to work with. They don't have expectations. It's easier because we can really connect, but I will say there is a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. We There's a lot of anxiety. we came out of high school in the first like in that recession period, mm-hmm. and we have grown up with just a lot of different hurdles, and so I feel like a lot of millennials just feel like it's like this humongous mountain to climb and it is I'm not going to say that it's not work to buy a home but after I talk to them their anxiety goes way down like okay this is way more manageable than I thought one step at a time yep yeah yeah did you two know each other in high school no no you got real estate 
No. Before real estate. Oh. At the dog park. We <laughs> met at a bar in Stillwater on New Year's Eve. Oh, the truth so comes out. Yeah. Which, bar, which bar, which New Year's Eve? Rafters. Good old Rafters, not uh-huh. even there. Oh, yeah. Rafters. It used, it's above, it's on the second floor up. Uh, you oh. probably know it as Cherry Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, what is it? Portside now. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the big dance bar. You got to be like 20 to walk in there. Yeah. It's very young now. <laughs> I got to check this out. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Do they play any Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> no. No? Oh. Now we go to more established places. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Me too. What's <laughs> going <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Portside. Portside, yeah. So tell us what you guys have got in store for the rest of 2023. 2023. What the year is right now. I mean, what are you guys seeing? You said, you know, things have changed over the past couple of years. National Association of Realtors and National Mortgage Bankers Association are are both predicting that rates will drop Mm -hmm. into the third and fourth quarters. Uh, They kind of differ on how much they'll drop. But do you guys see that sort of shaking loose some people on the fence or... Or um, are people getting... We were just told, I forgot in what aspect, but we were told like 5.5% is going to be that magic number that all of a sudden the buyers are going to come out. The sellers are going to... It's going to make more sense for sellers to come back out because if you have interest rate... Yeah. Yeah, it's, 3%, it's yeah, 3%. not, yeah, it's not. So those people will be more open yeah. to, okay, well, I can sell and move up or... Mm-hmm. right. I mean, honestly, I feel like Minnesota is also a very seasonal market, and we had a really, really brutal winter. Right. And honestly, now the second the weather started getting nicer, we've been busy. Right. We've been really busy. I hope it's yeah. busy, busier into Q4 this year. Yeah, and I think okay, it will so be. So you think it'll kind of, there's just sort of a delayed. It's, um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's been delayed, but it's definitely starting to finally starting to feel like spring. Normally, we feel this way in February. Right. right. I catch myself with Keller brain sometimes, where <laughs> I am focusing on buyers, you know, buyers. But I really want to focus more on listings, and oh, you know, okay. I think that's. Tell us why you you'd want to focus on listings right, right now, as opposed to is it is there a, just a sort of a different. Uh, Dynamic? It is. It is a different dynamic. I think, I just think it's easier to set an expectation earlier. I think mm-hmm. there's more steps, but we can talk about, okay, well, this is what you will do to sell. Are you going to buy, you know, anything, all of that. So Okay. So kind of starting at grassroots level. And yeah, I think you have more of a relationship yeah. when you're dealing with a seller. And then, because you're with them longer, yeah. you know? So. Rachel, do you, would you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely is just a different playing field. It's like you're not in your car, but you're, you know, talking a lot. There's well, helping them through that process. And it's nice to have listings right now because those are selling, right. you know. Right. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, I think it's still very important to price right. I think there's people that aren't and those listings are will sit and it's apparent you know and people know that like you can tell when when something's been overpriced even though it's low inventory you still have to price it fairly strategically yep 
What would you say, and this is just me kind of thinking out loud here, but say I've got a house to sell, and the house, say it's a $500,000 house, and that's, you know, obviously prices are subjective, or values are subjective, but let's say we all agree that it's a $500,000 house, and I want to go to market with it, and I say, say you get a, a seller who says, I think, you know, yeah, it's probably a $500,000 house, but let's try to get five forty nine nine, or maybe they say, let's... What about that strategy versus saying let's let's list it at four seventy nine nine and get a feeding frenzy and like a bidding war? Those are two different strategies, right? One is kind of trying to shoot for the moon up front, and the other is trying to kind of depends on the property. Okay, but I think I'd, for that I would do four seventy five. Okay, but or four ninety nine, okay. you know, something like that. But okay. A common misconception is that we are pricing homes on their appraised value or their actual value. Appraised value and market value are different things. As a realtor, I don't price it on its value. I price it on its marketability and strategically. Mm -hmm. Usually the higher you go, it's, you know, the higher that you push it. it. And it's really market time. It really affects your market time and in this market you know having days on market is the kiss of death to be honest you know even like two weeks is like okay that's when someone might come in and either try to negotiate a little lower or ask for closing costs or but I think you know I don't think people are really coming down Mm -hmm. but I think sometimes like I just got one that we went over asking a little bit, but the seller's paying their closing costs and oh, mm-hmm. they okay. might be getting a new septic now and okay. they put new appliances in and, you know, some stuff like yeah. that. But So there, there's a great example of a, of a negotiating becoming a lot more nuanced than just the dollars involved. It's mm-hmm. um, sort of a give and take on, on mm-hmm. uh, where you need an experienced realtor, someone who knows right. how, to, exactly. how to navigate that. Well, thanks for coming today. Gosh, time flies when you're having fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thanks for having you us. We've been talking for three hours. <laughs> uh, uh, one last question. Is there a misconception out there you see consistently or the same question coming up from someone that's thinking of selling or buying that you're like, I wish the general public knew this, that they always ask you or... Don't wait to get pre-approved. Ooh. I'm going to throw that out there. A lot of people are like, okay, well, I'm going to wait till I see a house I like, or I'm going to wait till I think I have all my ducks in a row. It's like, yeah. you might not know. So the earlier, the better. Yeah, we have, when we're, we have a team or nights and weekends, but every weekend there'll be seven to 15 calls where like, my agent told me to get pre-approved, but I waited, like you said. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, get pre-approved early. It makes life a lot easier. And it helps you be more competitive because you're going to really understand where you stand right. and what your leverage is. Yep. Right. Yep. Time for the mental gymnastics. Yep, exactly. Yeah, thanks for coming. We'll have to have you back. Yes, thank you. Well, thank I have a you. question. Oh, what, yeah. if I, what if I want to get a hold of, oh, I forgot. of yeah. one or both of these two, and uh, I want to sell a house, I want to buy a house, I want to do the whole thing. What do we do? <laughs> you can shoot us a DM. And it's- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You guys really are young. <laughs> what is it? What's DM? your handle? My handle is at Rachel the T-H-A real. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mine, that. Mine's sold by Sam Boatman. 
Check it out. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for coming.